Stop! Sure you want the rest of it? Dirty Harry Miller Dirty Harry Miller Dirty Harry Miller Podcast Dirty Harry Miller Podcast Every penny's worth Welcome to Dirty Harry Minute, the only podcast in the whole wide world web that reviews every minute of the 1971 Warner Brothers classic Dirty Harry, featuring Harry Gardino. I'm your host, John, and I'm joined as ever by... Trent. Tim. And our returning guest, Shane. Oh, hi. That's the sound of his voice. You, you were saying about the, the only podcast in the in the worldwide web. web. Well, okay, damn it. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, how do you know Pitcairn Island don't have a Dirty Harry Minute? How do you know what year it is that I'm listening to this? <laughs> the internet's probably broken under the weight of all the, the Trump tweets. Yeah. In your intro, when you say Warner Brothers, um, I've just got such a close connection with the... Um, Bugs Bunny, oh, right. Warner Brothers. I see the circles and I hear the theme kind of building in the background. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Dirty Harry is quite different to like kids' cartoons. Most of our listeners think Police Academy, I think. <laughs> it's fair to say. <laughs> well, in today's society, it's probably Harry Potter or something, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. DC films. The Matrix. Yeah, yes. Those are their cash cows. Mm. Yeah. They did something with the Warner Brothers logo in those movies too, some of them. Yeah, they started playing around with it. Yeah, right? I like that. Is Warner Brothers still around as a recording company, Trent? Or I they think so. I don't know. Oh, Warner Music? Yeah. I think so, yeah. They're part of Universal now? I don't know. No, they wouldn't be now. It's weird in Australia, though, because the distributors are different. So mm. we get different labels here to our international listeners in Pitcairn Island. But the... <laughs> <laughs> but the um, America, the band, were on Warner's, weren't they? They were. In the back of the lot, I remember seeing the WB or whatever it was. Yeah. A Kinney Company. Yeah. Shane, because you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes, as if you blatantly told us. (laughs) I still haven't listened um, to it, yes. We we had a discussion, I think, in episode one just about Mm. the Warner Brothers logo and um, how different it looked in this film to how it looks now. Oh, right, yeah. Mm. You would have loved to have been a part of that movie, I'm sure. (laughs) I I do like fonts. It's a secret love of mine and kerning. I could go on and on about kerning, Mm. which is the spacing. What's the Dirty Harry font, Tim? Helvetica or Uh, something? Yeah. That is a great um, documentary. (laughs) Have you seen Helvetica? No. You you should see that documentary. It's in my top 10 favorite all time. And they literally, they make you love the font and then they make you hate the font. Really? It's great. It really is one of those movies, all those documentaries with a twist in the middle. I think I tried to watch it once and I just... But I love font. I love. Was it on Netflix? Is it or? Oh, I can't remember. It's on. Like, um, sort of like just on SBS or something. The pirates have it. The pirates have got it. So if you can just get it from them, they'll let you take it. The, the, what the people with just eye pirates. patches and stuff like that on what ships? Is that what we're talking about? They also won't protest. They need a, they need a good but... font to read. <laughs> That's right. They're more about symbols, skulls, and crossbones. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, do you have a favourite documentary? Because mine is Dirty Harry's Way, which do is we, included on the <laughs> bonus feature. Do we count TV shows or yeah. TV documentaries? You mean the 90210 retrospective? <laughs> yeah. Is that your bag, baby? Degrassi Hunt. No. Oh, yeah. um, I found Making a Murderer very, oh. very addictive. <laughs> Don't know if you've all seen that. 
It's too, yeah. too new. For is he Scorpio-like? Well, no. no. <laughs> he's, he's like very bogan. <laughs> More Snowtown than San Fran. <laughs> yeah. Well, listeners, we're here today to review this minute being minute 18. This minute begins with Bressler saying, wait a minute, and ends with Harry asking Chico Gonzalez, so, you from around here? We finally meet Chico. Good. He was just standing there doing nothing. He was sitting down waiting for his moment to shine with the door yeah, closed. Did, did, did you guys think he had a look of contempt on his face? <laughs> Self-assuredness. <laughs> like, what have I got myself in for? But also, no, I'll be able to handle this. Or was it just he'd, he'd been waiting there too long? Well, he he kind of was looking at Harry and it's like, like oh, I don't know. Like he this guy. Di- didn't like that. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> This is going to be hard work. No, I, th- I think he's competent and he's yeah. competent. I think he was really thinking, hey, Bressler, you're supposed to get me a coffee too, aren't you? <laughs> it's my first day. <laughs> oh, it's a fancy machine as well. <laughs> now, did anyone think, Chico, oh, is that Mr. Bean? <laughs> <laughs> I can see it now, but no. Look at this suit. <laughs> I just looked up Chico Gonzalez on Google. And there's seven million hits. <laughs> it's come up with this guy. Francisco Chico Antonio Gonzalez Silvio is a political poet and writer and he's got the most delicious moustache <laughs> and pink shirt with huge lapels. He, it, this is what Chico in this film should look like. Oh, look at him. Check what a out. dashing <laughs> older <laughs> fellow. Now, is his name really Chico? Or is yeah, it- Wikipedia at the top. It's Chico Gonzalez. When's he going to get a haircut? <laughs> yeah. Now, so, listeners, my, my wife is from Colombia and she insists that Chico is not a real name. It's, <laughs> it's a nickname. It literally means little boy. <laughs> Chica, you know, Chica, Chico mm, means boy. Right. And it's certainly from Colombia but, anyway. What it's about not a Apple? common name. Is Apple a real name? It's just Gwyneth Paltrow's. <laughs> <laughs> Anything is a name. Why not? Now, I love this minute, Shane. Yes. And I've just got a single note here. I took many days ago just saying lovely 70s colours. Oh, yes. Or uh, the tie. The tie. Mm. tie. Yeah, I f- focused in on that today <laughs> after your fashion tips. I knew had, we were going to had more talk- colours than I thought. I knew- <laughs> there's black in there. Yeah, I knew we were going to talk about ties. Yeah. And right at the end, there's a red feather. Did you guys no, see, I didn't that? see that? I see that. Really? In some- like in a vase or a vase, sorry. Hmm. A feather in a vase. But like a yeah. peacock feather or something. It looked like. But they're not red. Didn't see that. Who- where? In a vase? Um, to oh. the right of the scene. Behind who? I think it was next to that. Did you see he had like a transistor radio on the left in the background? Yeah, I think I did see. And that. then he had some sort of weird switchboard or some electronic thing. Yeah, I, I think, think I saw it was that next as well. to that. Did you know that? Oh, I don't know. That controls the helicopters. <laughs> no no <laughs> drones back yeah, then. Or <laughs> the remote control yep. car. Yeah, that's what you're thinking. In the dead uh, Remote controls in 1970s had a wire. <laughs> yeah. So he also had. Uh, there was the photo of his what, presume, presumably wife and daughter, I think. Someone's wife. Yes. Now, it's been flagged, and we'll, we'll consider this a comment for a future minute, but maybe accidentally the same picture appears behind the mayor or the chief or someone else in future minutes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, look, it was San Francisco in 1971. It was oh, yeah. free love. Keys I, in a bowl. I think that's the family that comes when you purchase that. <laughs> <laughs> and it just... Yeah, yeah, you don't swap it out if you don't have a wipe at home. That's right. He could just be putting on a ruse for, uh, you know, trying to make himself look more of a family man than he, he was. Yeah. Maybe he was actually a confirmed bachelor. Yeah. And, you know, he was, it was a front, to, to, you know, against the judgment of people like Harry. 
Mm. Deep. There's so many conspiracies <laughs> we're launching. Well, speaking of judgments, Harry's very quick. I think we'll see in the next minute particularly, but he's uh, he's quite angry about this his latest pairing, isn't he? Well, I was going to say, you, you learn a bit about his... Um People skills, histories, mm. or bad misfortune that, that too. Yeah. comes yeah. up. So, and uh, interestingly, they're all what sounds very ethnic. Dietrich and Fanducci. Giorgio, I think. They're Italian names, are they? He's fat, so we see later on. John Mitchum, Robert Mitchum's brother. And I'm I'm a bit confused. His partner's in the hospital is two weeks or whatever. But do we know that? Like, is this the first that we're hearing about this? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he's just saying he doesn't want a partner because he's, he's yeah he's got one. He's he's, just, yeah, yeah, in the hospital, and then the other one's dead. And no. and generally they get in the way. They're the second fiddle to him. He's know. a loner. Really? He's up we at three. Okay. He's up at three a.m. checking. <laughs> <laughs> Checking his search history. <laughs> He'd rather even have, as he says, you know, DiGiorgio is his partner later that he yeah, he meringues for being fat and overweight. <laughs> I'd rather have him than this. Who's this, this guy, Frank? Mr. Bean? Frank? Well, look, I mean, he's either checking files at 3 a.m. or, you know, if he was alive 30 years later, he'd be watching infomercials at 3 a.m. So, you know. <laughs> or watching the psychic hotline. <laughs> psychic hotline. Oh, that's amazing. It's pretty much research. <laughs> that's all we've got to go on. He wouldn't just be watching. He'd be calling up. Ah. <laughs> oh. So, um, the, this gun nut from Chicago comment, are they saying um, that the gun nut is from Chicago or that the message has come from Chicago? No, they've just. What does he say? It's come over the wires. Just a yeah, tip. That I don't think it's clear. That. My first thought was it's in Chicago. What does he have to do with? Yeah, the, uh, yeah. I mean, is this a serial killer that's moved into your town from mm, over there? Yeah. I assume it's some sort of something check, like some background check or something. Maybe. Yeah. Harry didn't discover that in the search patterns. No. <laughs> I don't know, John, you'd be the one to know this, but have you seen, are there available copies of the multiple drafts of the script? No, I've had a quick look and I can't find Jack Straw. You can't say, find any script? or No, no. Shane, you're the... Uh, oh, no, I'm more you're the transcript. Julian let's, let's write it down minute by minute. <laughs> No, but I'd love to find them. I'm looking, I'm looking. Yeah, because I just, I just thinking about that line about the gun nut, I'd love to know how much was remaining when Audie Murphy was still cast in the role of Scorpio. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah he, He's the, the war hero, Shane. That the, um, he, he was a World War II real, veteran. Real who, life. In, in real life and became an actor, um, usually playing war heroes. But he was originally cast as a crazed veteran uh, as Scorpio and he oh, pulled out the last minute. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's hard to tell. He if, may have been that, yeah. You'd, you'd need a reputable site for um, scripts because I imagine anyone like me could just write out a script <laughs> and guess at half the words and then that's the only thing out there. But it would be great to think that there's five co- copies that you could get and well, compare. I mean, interesting. Must be hard finding scripts that old though. Yeah. Because it was all, what, on typewriters or... Yeah, there'd be like a single copy, maybe. not infinite copies like yeah. we have now. Yeah. Every, everything is just... Though in America, I assume they lodge more things at the, you know, the Congress, do they, for copyright reasons and Probably. so forth? I don't know. I think, Shane, you should just write a few <laughs> fake scripts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did always title mine a transcript because I wasn't, you know, from the horse's mouth. That was from whatever I heard. 
I feel like, yeah, with digital files, like even today I was at Officeworks, like taking, getting a print of a photo, but it, it took everything that was on my USB, 4,000 photos or something, just to show me back, which one would you like to print, Shane? Mm. I'm like, this is, this is going to the American government, isn't it? This is how the NSA... Like, yeah. So there's copies of everything now, but back then, yeah, you're right. Rare. R- scarcity was a real thing, right? Now with digital scarcity. media. Yeah. Scarcity. I don't know how to say it. Just know how to defend it. <laughs> this just coming through the wires, Trent. Yeah, I can't find an entire script, but I can see that the scan of a second draft dated oh. September 23rd, 1970. So I don't know. I'll have to do some more looking into when sort of changed com- hands. Complete. But yeah, it appears. Wow. Well, you can't download it, but it's, it's just a photo of the cover of the second draft. Oh, wow. <laughs> Anything could be in it. Reverse really. image search. It. Someone, oh, I will. Someone might have it. Well, I think that was just a few months before Sinatra pulled out, so maybe it's got some of the... Um, Musical numbers that were in the original. No. Probably still set in Seattle and whatever. Oh, eBay has a, an original script, but it's April 1st, 1971. <laughs> April so Fool's. Revised final. If anyone's interested, it's currently, as of today's date, 21st of April 2018, selling for $2,100. Uh, with a fifty-seven dollar postage to uh, where twenty-nine dollars fifty nineteen seventy. God, well, this is a good scene, Tim, isn't it? Yeah. Harry. Oh yeah, we're talking about a film. Yeah, I like I like meeting Chico. And it's good getting for once. Harry, Harry's interrupting every time Chico talks. Whereas, yeah, in the first scene with his superiors, he's being interrupted all the time by a a wrestler against the the chief and the mayor. Yeah, well, this this is uh, oh another thing is that reference to the fifth floor. Yeah. yeah, is that just the mayor or is it the chief? I don't know. He points up. <laughs> That's very important. He's coming from the fifth floor. <laughs> wow, is that his coded word of saying this could be a minority appointment affirmative action? You know, this has come from the mm. no, yeah. no. You've got to make it racial. Like it's, I don't yeah. want to make it racial, but I just. People said this movie, you know, had coded dog whistles to certain people, but I don't know. I, I, oh, wow. I don't this know. is news to me. Okay, so it's not your... You just think it was the chief, maybe? The mayor, maybe? Yeah, yeah. That's my, what I'm thinking. But who knows? Yeah, I'm on your side, but no. <laughs> Over, yeah. we're overruled here. That's the thing. So He's playing the middleman again. Yeah. I never understood as a kid. I was like, why are the more prestigious... Firms located higher oh, up. Oh, it's a thing. Surely it should be the first floor because they're most important. If there's a fire, they can you know they can get out first. No, no, the no. president. They want the view. The view, yeah. yeah. But all their meetings are on the first floor. But they've got the inconvenience but, of getting longer to get to their mm, place. But it's a status thing. It's the yeah. inconvenience of. And it's but the that, higher you go, the more likely you're to wear a crochet swimsuit and be shot right in the pool. <laughs> 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 I also love just when Bressler sees. He's like tickled pink at the end. Where he's like, ah, did you see? And like when yeah. that, <laughs> Harry has to deal with this. Uh, is that in the next minute? Or I think it's one? just in this, this minute. One? I wasn't sure at the, the end. Door, yeah, because yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. Or you're not working. Well, that's he walks what out. We were, when we were talking about their relationship and he, doesn't he give that like wink or smile to Chico, I think. And it's kind of like he's ribbing Harry. Like, yeah. It's like there's, he's, you know, just pushing Harry to as far as he can. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. So I think they've got that playful sort of that that implies some sort of playful relationship yeah it's like almost also like a good luck <laughs> you, yeah yeah you'll have fun with this buddy do you think chico looks like a young guy no 
He looks a bit old. He looks nervous. Mm. Well, not nervous, but you know, he's he's way he sort of hunches a little bit and he's kind of skinny really? and lanky. No, I didn't didn't he, get that. He's lived, but you know, this is new for him. I actually think he does look quite young. Relatively. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> three, <laughs> three opinions. Is that what you wanted, John? Because that's what you got. <laughs> but I kind of agree with you. Like he doesn't look like fresh out of yeah. the academy or whatever. You know? I think he yeah. looks quite confident and he's just yeah. silent yeah. and he's just waiting. Young he's but like, confident. This, yeah. I think. Young yeah, but confident. Not nervous, I wouldn't have said. No, nervous is probably the wrong word. Like new to where he is now. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you know, mm. that's... I just remembered when I first watched this and when they tried to introduce Chico, I kind of thought the film's called Dirty Harry. <laughs> and so, like, why would he have a partner? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, surely his partner's Did you feel being... for his life? This yeah, poor I did. guy. <laughs> I did. I, either that or he just was something as, like, not he wasn't going to be a partner, you know? No. Like, yeah. <laughs> and this is your partner, Cannon Fodder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cannon. Cannon Fodder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the more meaty and fun exploration of Chico and how much his relationship with Harry in the future is in the next minute. Mm. Going to see. I guess. Uh, Where's this guy come from? Cop buddy cop films weren't a thing back then, were they? Don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some. No. I mean, they they kind of probably more took off in the eighties. Yeah, with like Forty Eight Hours yeah. and Lethal Weapon. Yeah. When they knew it was a trope, and they're like, "Oh, this is what people want." And well, this movie, yeah. this movie began the trope. Is that right? All these things, the you've templates, got to have the like, partner, you've got to be an odd yeah. couple, and or maybe it edge. was more of a, a TV thing. Like when was Starsky and Hutch? Yeah, and that was a few years later. Uh, Streets of San Francisco, yeah. and yeah, so yeah, just trying to think of some other ones from then. There was what was that film, The Super Cops, which was 1973, and it was based on some. Mm. Uh, two cops in New York who uncovered some corruption that was meant to be quite good. I can't remember who's in it though. Yeah, there's also the great mismatch pairing in um, Turner and Hooch and Canine. <laughs> but this movie started it all. This started all the cliches of the the cop on the edge, you know, and the partner, the template have a murder within the first five minutes, have like an end shootout near water, and then helicopter, all that sort of stuff. Well, yeah, that gets lost on a lot of people, like. When they see Citizen Kane, it's like a bunch of cliches. <laughs> where do you think they came from? Like, yeah. Well, hey, another uh, m- I don't know if you call it buddy cop, but <laughs> <laughs> partner cops uh, were in the French Connection, which was the same year. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Roy Schneider. Roy Schneider. Schneider. <laughs> Roy Schneider. <laughs> but do you sympathize with, he's called Popeye, isn't he? Popeye Doyle. Yeah. Yeah. Just about drug dealers gone bad and stuff. He killed, like, do you... Are you rooting for him? I don't know. Yeah. Just killers killing each other, drug dealers killing each other and stuff. Or I suppose you're just rooting for justice. <laughs> well, he beats up crims as well, doesn't yeah, he? Like an yeah. Or something. But the, the idea is that, you know, these peddlers are pushing onto innocent people. And yeah. Whatnot, that, you know, like a lot of 70s drug-related things, it's, you know, and people at that age group mm. will say, oh, well, it's, you know, the innocent victims who get it pushed onto them, not the stinking <laughs> dealers and whatnot. Yeah. Now I should check it out. Fan, I like the second I, one better. No, Weirdly like enough, didn't yeah. From memory. From memory. It's so strange. I, I loved the first one. I saw the second. I love There's this. a trend here with you, Trent, isn't there? What's that? Shaft in Africa, Godfather <laughs> 2, <laughs> French Connection 2. But not Police Academy 2. 
Yeah, you guys love 3-1, whatever the order is. Three into Bernie's 2. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Use. Um, I just had a thought, you know, which, speaking of, you know, K-9 and, K-9 and cop buddy films, which, which one did it better? K-9, Turner and Hooch, or Sudden Impact? <laughs> oh, yeah, the dog. <laughs> yeah. There was a Sudden dog. Impact, Meathead. of course. Yeah, Meathead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that with the dog? It's this ugly bulldog. The movie where the you know, killers get shot in the big old dick. Is that what yeah. your dad said? Yeah, yeah they just said, oh, this is, that's the one where she shoots him in the dick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad, Shane, that you've joined us for these last few minutes. And I'd like Thank to apologise for the two helicopter minutes, but these last two minutes have cleansed the palate. Absolutely. Hmm. You had a good sandwich. <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> and I... Did have a good sandwich because we, we felt lucky and then we met Chico and then there was a little bit of a quiet moment with the, mm. the helicopter. And, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it all runs together pretty nicely. I think even like the first 20 minutes, it's like um, stands up very, very well. Um, modern audiences, they won't be bored. Even, even that little helicopter scene. It's, yeah. not, it's, it's one minute, right? It's one minute when you dissect it, but it's one minute out of 20 when you watch it. So... We're, yeah, we're picking at straws at our favourite movies, so every minute of these is gold that I love. I'm just pointing out the minutes that are a bit lacklustre comparatively. Some minutes still good. are more equal than others. Mm. <laughs> We'd love to hear your suggestions, though. Yes, um, please. John will no doubt update on the website where to contact us, but we'd love to hear you know what's working, what's not working for what you're listening to. And I get it. Yeah. I won't be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> Passive-aggressive. <laughs> yes, listeners, please go to dirtyharryminute.com for all your needs. Thank you for joining us. Shane, thank you for joining us. Yeah, love, love your work. I'll keep listening to your show. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you'll, you'll, you'll just start listening? No, of, course, of course I will. No, I'll have to. We'll catch you next time on Dirty, Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Harry. Minute. Minute. Dirty Harry. Minute. 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 <laughs> <laughs>